Hey guys and welcome to episode number four of the Shane Walsh Fitness Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the previous episode so far. I know it's uh it's it's been it's been exciting for me um for 2018 um getting into the fitness industry, becoming PT, becoming fully qualified, being able to help people on a daily basis. Um, especially when they're some some people may be at their lowest points in their lives and being able to kind of have an impact on their journey and a lot of those people that I've helped and who have kind of finished up with me I'm still in contact on a daily basis and a lot of them are sending messages and emails and stuff like that over the Christmas and stuff like that which is amazing so I love hearing those stories and I also love hearing the kind of the feedback from the other previous podcasts. I think the one that resonated with most people so far is the one that I had on with Orla. And Orla was absolutely amazing. She was so honest and upfront. She went on absolute rants and stuff like that. But that was that was refreshing to hear because sometimes you hear people who might be a little bit fake. But Orla is so honest. She wears her heart on her sleeve. And it's 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 refreshing. I hope you guys had an amazing Christmas. Um, and you spent a lot of time with family and friends. Enjoy yourself. Saw a lot of people who came in from from different parts of the world, uh, met up with them, caught up with them, reminisced and stuff like that. So I know 2019 is only around the corner. It's a few days away and a lot of people are kind of freaking out that they overindulge over Christmas. Just take a step back. Don't worry about it. Christmas is there to be enjoyed. It's not It's not the end of the world if you feel that you've kind of overindulged on food and stuff like that. If you've been if you've been taking along, going out for walks, going out for family walks and stuff like that, playing with the kids and stuff, at least you're doing something. All I kind of said to my clients was stop tracking your food, just to kind of make better choices. So that's kind of one of the little the little tips that I had for my clients and stuff like that. So episode number four is kind of leading in. It's kind of topical, kind of going to become topical in, in the next few days. It's kind of 2019 is around the corner. We're, I'm going to kind of talk about new year, new me, kind of tips on the health and mindset for you guys. I know a lot of this kind of stuff will be uh, practical. A lot of this stuff will be very, very helpful for you guys. Um, it's a lot of ex- experiences from myself, what I've what I've experienced so far, um, for the last couple of years, and kind of trying to help you guys kind of learn from the mistakes that I have. And if if this helps one person, then it was worthwhile recording. So the kind of the first ones that the first part of what I'm going to be talking about would be kind of the the importance of setting a goal. It doesn't necessarily have to be fitness related. It can be applied to anything. You can't really hit a target you can't see. And as cheesy as it sounds, but it's a true story. So one of one of the most important things when I kind of meet someone in order to kind of get them signed up or to kind of have an initial consultation with someone is I send them over a questionnaire, whether it be online clients or face-to-face clients. I send them over a questionnaire. The questionnaire could be 20, 22 pages. I think it's around that. And on that questionnaire, it will go anything from like health issues, injuries. And then at the end, it will kind of have more of a mindset side of things ready, and see if they're ready for that and what kind of goals and stuff they want, whether whether they want to, how much lose, want, how much weight they want to lose, whether they have an event coming up like a summer holiday or they want to fit into a dress. So one of the th- biggest things that kind of the, the three topics, that the three things that people come up with the most are kind of the weight loss, the fat loss and kind of strength. With the weight loss, that's an easy metric to kind of say, oh, I want to lose three stone. But what I would say to those people that are kind of like the 21st of January, I want to lose three stone in six weeks. That's 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 amazing that you, you're in that headspace that you want to lose weight. But what I would say is that's not an attainable um, 
time scale. Uh, it's not going to be maintainable for you. You're going to rebound hard, I would say. So that's what happens with kind of the programs that I've seen from Slim World and Slim Fast and all that kind of things, that people rebound hard from those. What I would say is that as long as you you have that target, I would say spread that over maybe 6, 12 months, 18 months even. Um, and this will kind of make you feel more a sense of achievement that you kind of plugged on a little bit harder. You'll improve your strength, improve your endurance along the way and also improve your habits and kind of your food choices. And that's the biggest thing that I try to get to my clients is that it's not all about eating chicken, broccoli, rice. And that's the thing that people see in the fitness industry that you're just going to be eating all this really, really healthy stuff and don't really have a life. And that's one of the things I try to knock that knock out of people when I meet them. My, like all my clients have lives they have busy jobs some of them are doctors uh, some are very high HR jobs some are working hospitals some some are marketing some sales it, it varies and uh, they all have lives they have kids and kind of stuff like that so it, it's important for you to have a work-life balance it's important for you guys to have a work-life balance as I mentioned but it's also important for it to kind of go with an 80-20 rule um, with the, what I mean by the 80-20 rule is kind of 80% foods that will keep you on point and then 20% foods that will that you enjoy and kind of if you know you're going to go out and the, the pace with the lads the girls around or you've got a hen or something like that coming up or a stag or whatever it may be it's just putting plans and stuff like that in place um, the other thing that I'm going to talk about uh, is don't go with the all or nothing approach. This is never going to work. I used to be like this, and I have an all, I'm an all or nothing kind of guy, and it, and it's backfired on me previously, um, and it's 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 not great. It's not a great mindset to be in, especially kind of the first of January. You're like, oh, I've eaten such crap, and need, and I need to lose this weight. I need to I need to kind of get fit, and I need to feel happy. All this kind of stuff, just don't. Um, I I learned from my experience this this year that when I did a fitness photo shoot, uh, I I hired a coach to kind of keep me accountable and stuff like that. But I I went on this severe diet for twelve weeks. Uh, had that goal, had that target. I did that for my to show how far I've come. It wasn't necessarily to kind of look like one of the fitness models that are out there at the minute. It was for my mind. And to say from when I was sick back in April 2017 to show how far I've come both physically and mentally to show that I can prove myself and push myself beyond that. I reduced my calories significantly, particularly for the last two weeks. They were absolute hell. But then the week after the shoot, and I regret nothing to do with the shoot. And if anyone's doing a shoot, I couldn't recommend uh, Martin Irvine uh, up in Belfast highly enough. He made me feel so at ease. I was completely out of my comfort zone. I'm not normally one of these people that's very photogenic. Uh, He made me feel absolutely amazing. I had an amazing social uh, peer group and stuff like that that were around me as well, which really helped. But the week after the shoot, my body had shut down. I pushed too much stress in my body. Physically and mentally, I was on a severe calorie deficit. I was restricted so much, but I was trying to keep up with my lifestyle, trying to coach all my clients, trying to give them as much as I could. Couldn't turn off, eating out of a lunchbox, all that kind of stuff. It was mentally and physically draining. I don't regret doing the shoot, but I probably would have taken a different approach. But you learn, you live and learn from those from those things. Um, but the other thing is, 
when I was in that kind of physical and mental state for those last few weeks, I probably made emotional and bad decisions regarding the business and the fitness kind of things. There was nothing too drastic, but they were easily changed, but they could have been a lot worse. And that's what happened to us when we kind of, when we kind of go all or nothing, we don't really have kind of a logical approach to anything. So it's important to kind of have a chat with someone that's been through the position of kind of they've lost the weight or make sure you have the peer group to kind of or the, the family or friends are going to be around you and kind of make sure that you're kind of in the headspace to do that. Hire a coach. I'm not saying that's a, not a shameless plug for me, but kind of have a chat of it, something like that. Doesn't necessarily have to be with fitness related. Could be with work. Um, don't go hammering tongs for something. Uh, if you kind of know that you're an all or nothing person, that's not going to last. It's only going to last six weeks you're better off kind of approaching the gym, kind of start off with two or three days a week rather than kind of going six, booking a few classes, book a kind of session with a trainer if needs be, start slow. This is going to be more logical. Don't go on a massive cut on your diet. Don't just start taking out things. Try to change one thing each time. So what I would say is have a calendar or have a book or a notebook. And this is something that I've started doing recently is kind of I've started putting stuff into notebooks and had goals and targets and started ticking them off as I go along and have those prevalent in front of you either have them beside your bedside locker on your shelves or something that you're going to see every morning and tick it off the list and rather than trying to take things out of your diet try to add foods in like and what I mean by add foods is a lot of people kind of neglect the, ve- the vegetables and the protein the protein is so important especially if you're doing the fat loss kind of things this is where you're going to kind of muscle retain this is going to where you're going to keep your appetite suppressed and this is where you're not going to go on your massive binges and stuff like that I've seen so many people from talking talking to people on the gym floor that have gone on these all or nothing approaches they've tried all the fad diets and then they just rebound so hard and pull all the weight back on then they get frustrated then they fall into a bad form they fall into a bad place and then they just can't get out of it that's not the way to go about it just slowly slowly um take take it from my experiences it's not the be all and end all if you don't have abs as long as you're feeling happier you're kind of you're you're getting what you want out of it and you're kind of fitting into dresses ignore those scales the scales is the biggest thing that pisses me off um with people that they get so bogged down and having to lose that the weight goes up and down all this kind of stuff that's going to happen you could have you couldn't you could have had loads of food the night before and that means your weight's going to go up you could be super stressed you're not sleeping and all that kind of stuff so try not to worry about the don't please please don't go the all or nothing approach the next thing that i'm going to kind of talk to you guys about is the kind of 2019 uh is going to be your year if you look back at your 2018 it could it could have been amazing uh mine was absolutely amazing i've made so i've learned so much uh met so many amazing people um and a lot of things have changed for me mindset physically and mentally um which is amazing so don't let anyone or anything hold you back i know i know i struggled with this and i'm I'm working on this it's not going to happen overnight one of the things that i've learned to do is is kind of have an inner circle um and what i mean by that is you everyone has their family their friends and stuff like that but you realize who you actually can confide in there's always going to be someone in the group um that you may or may not get on with but there's always going to be one out of your mates it's like your best mate i'm very lucky to have about three mates that i can ring up at any time or and one of them lives over in 
in in Burma and stuff like that. So I'm very, very lucky that I can kind of voice note someone. And that's what I love about all the kind of the WhatsApp stuff. The voice notes are amazing. It kind of, I try to relate to my clients through WhatsApp uh, and voice notes if I can't text or I can't get my my tone across. Because some of the stuff that some, some of the people and some of the clients and stuff are going through, like it is emotional. It's, it's, it's a big change for a lot of the people. Um, and it's just important for me to be able to get my tone across if I'm not seeing them that week or I'm not seeing them face to face they could be away and there's kind of inquiring and stuff like that so it's important to have a, a, a really really good tight network around you um, if if you're miserable in your job like don't be looking back when you're 90 years of age or 95 years of age and say I should have done this should have done that don't be that person I'm lucky enough now um, 31 years of age to be to be in a position that I'm self-employed which is something that I always wanted to do and I was just I was absolutely shit scared to do it but my decision was almost made for me I just didn't know what industry it was so I'd always wanted to go out into my own get my business and stuff like that but I worked in recruitment for years thought that's what I wanted to do was going to go and do professional qualifications and all that kind of stuff work in in-house recruitment and then potentially move into HR or all that kind of stuff I thought that was the avenue I wanted to go to then boom 20 April 2017 came along ended up in hospital really ill lost loads of weight fell into really really bad physically and mentally and just needed to go traveling so I was very lucky that I had the support group but I link in with the, the previous point again my one of my best mates came with me we went to travel in Asia came back got into the fitness stuff before I left got into like toned cardio shape if that makes any sense that like you could tell that I wasn't lifting weights it was just kind of toned and physically and healthy and all that kind of stuff and then when I came back booked my course my PT my gym instructor course qualified that from about a year ago and then I did my PT course after Christmas um, and it's it's been absolutely amazing this year has been life-changing but if you if you want to go out and do something don't let anyone go stop you just go for it and what i mean by that is to say if you have a an interest it doesn't have to be fitness it doesn't have to be like it could be cakes it could be like wedding cakes and stuff like that if you feel that you could make some sort of extra living out of that or extra earnings or whatever it is try to go out talk to friends offer to make your friends wedding cakes or something like that and then do that as a nixer go out and rent something or go out and buy a few things learn do a few courses and stuff like that and build build up your craft once you're making enough money to kind of subsidize your salary then go out and leave your job it is scary going out and it is tough i'm not gonna lie um the errors the errors are tough um the it's hard very i find it very hard to turn off um physically and mentally um and that's why i'm kind of enjoying the kind of the christmas break i know i'm recording this on the christmas break but this is something i enjoy i enjoy trying to give you guys a little bit more help and, and if, as i said earlier if i can help one person well, then it's definitely worthwhile um with your life with your life if you want something go for it if you want to go traveling save up for a few months have a chat with someone else as they've done it how they got back into kind of normality afterwards it, it is scary trying to give up something but if you really want to go off and see the world just don't regret it um 
and a lot of things i if you want to lose weight just go for it start off slowly slowly don't go absolutely manic and gonna kind of restrict your calories so low or just go all out approach book a coach have a have a chat with one of the pts in the gym or something like that and go from it from there if one of the things i hear a lot is that people don't have enough time they have the kids they haven't got enough money but like how does the likes of Richard Branson or someone like that go out? They have a multi-billion empire and they still have enough time to go out and get fit and have the life and stuff like that. But they obviously have the life because they have the money. But like I hear a lot of people saying that they don't have enough time to go out and do all this kind of stuff. Everyone has 24, same 24 hours in a day. It's how you use those 24 hours to your benefit. I hear it an awful lot with clients and stuff like that. I heard an awful lot from people kind of like that they're not sure if they want to do this or that. Just go for it. Doesn't mean that it has to be an all out approach. It can be slowly, slowly do your research. Look into the industry that you want to get into. Look into if you want to change jobs and change careers completely. Just have a look at it and make sure you're going to have a chat with someone that has someone else that has done it. Kind of the, the next thing that I'm going to kind of talk to you about is that you need to look after yourself first. This is one of the things, another thing that I've kind of struggled with probably for the last few years, but in particular in 2018 as of trying to grow uh, Shane Walsh Fitness, uh, the business itself. And I'm lucky enough that I'm in a commercial gym where I have um, a support network from the other personal trainers and they're all in the same boat. But like, we're, we are also busy. Balance is hard, but it doesn't have to be. Um, time is hard. We get really stressed. We go to bed exhausted. Then we get back up. And then we're at the weekend and we go out in the piss and we're just like absolutely exhausted again. Like that was me back in the day. Um, but now I've gone, probably gone to the other extreme where I don't really have the social life. I don't really have kind of, I try to get out with my mates when I can, but I find it hard because I'm so bloody tired all the time and that's why I took take I took off a little bit of time in December because I had surgery and stuff like that so it was kind of wasn't my choice much the choice is made for me but I took a little bit of time off nonetheless and when you're taking time off you kind of have a, a, a lot of time for for thinking uh, I looked at the business and I looked at myself and decided kind of what I wanted for 2019 and what I'm looking for is kind of make sure that my health and my work-life balance is kind of more in tune with what I want I'm going to try and not be so so stressed and kind of look after myself a little bit more and make sure the clients that I have that I'm looking at after them fully. Uh, now I find it very hard to turn off, but I've, I've kind of set tactics in place. I've kind of got um, a little bit more in tune with what I want. I thought so, I thought one side of the business what I wanted and I've kind of looked back at it, taken a step back and said, Do you know what, maybe I'm not ready for that and I need to take a step back and kind of go a different route and take just take stock for a little bit. I felt that the kind of the the work life balance is is the biggest thing that's kind of that's kind of driving me for for 20 for 2019 i'm so proud of myself for for what i've achieved in such a short space of time i worked with amazing people worked uh, met amazing people and i'm getting amazing comments from the people that listen to the podcast but i'm also getting amazing comments from the people that i work with and i've been i've been out over christmas and stuff with the my friends and stuff who are living in different countries 
I'm getting messages on Facebook who I, from people I haven't speak, spoken to in years from college and stuff like that. And what, I get met one of the guys I went to primary school and secondary school with last night and he, he kind of he came up to me, he didn't have to. Um, and he'd spoken to all the other lads and came over and said, Shane, you should be super, super proud of yourself. You seem to be flying and stuff like that. So it was really nice when you're kind of hearing it from someone else that isn't necessarily in your inside circle, but it's kind of affecting them as well. So what's helped me kind of kind of get on kind of top of the whole thing is that I kind of started to write a journal I don't I kind of felt felt that this helped me this may not help other people but this has helped me kind of um get in tune with what I want um I kind of if I if I'm feeling a bit low I kind of write down two or three points and then kind of don't look at it for a couple of days and if I'm feeling low again I kind of look back and say do you know what that actually wasn't that bad and kind of put a plan in action to kind of to kind of try and sort that out another kind of tactic i've gone and done is kind of gone back to talk to someone orla mentioned this and kind of on, in one of the podcasts that she went to talk to someone when she was struggling with kind of the food and all that kind of stuff i've gone back um because I, I i have struggled uh in the last couple of years with uh my health and my mental health and stuff like that uh, I don't claim to be kind of one of those people uh, who has the kind of chemical chemical imbalance that is kind of a de- uh, depressed and stuff like that. Mine's more that it's, I've had something happen to me and that's how I've got impacted. I've had the medication and stuff like that, but I find the medication just made me more confused, made me more foggy and it wasn't beneficial for me. It just wasn't for me. I'm not knocking some people have the chemical imbalance and the medication has been prescribed to them for a reason. For me, I felt that that wasn't for me. I feel that the kind of the talking to someone is the most important thing. So like your health is your wealth at the end of the day. I use, I have no intention of going out into national championships and being this massive bodybuilder. And I respect, I work with two guys who are preparing for it at the minute. I respect those guys so much for what they do and push their body so hard. But I use the, 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 the physical aspect of lifting weights and trying to get fit and stuff like that is to kind of feel good mentally and physically. I kind of want to look good in kind of clothes and stuff like that. I don't want to be the biggest guy. I have no intention of, of doing that. I just wanted to kind of do it for my mental health. Um, so the most important thing that I'm going to kind of look at for 2019 is make more time for myself. Kind of get try and get a holiday in, which I'm in kind of talks with a couple of, a couple of my friends already, trying to make a holiday, get away for a couple of weeks, kind of make time and set time for a couple of books or podcasts and make sure that's going make sure i'm still doing the podcast for you guys and then also look at kind of more of a social life and getting out with my friends and stuff like that uh one of the the biggest things that i see um when i meet someone is the next topic that it, it, hinder, it, it hinders a lot of people uh, and one of those is kind of sleep most people don't get enough sleep. We're also caught up in the rat race of in the cor- big corporate world that we don't look after ourselves and our sleeps. We do not realize how much sleep impacts us. Like it makes you feel better, but it also makes you feel and look much better. It's so it's so obvious when some someone is so tired that the big bags in their eyes, they're kind of shuffling their feet, they're lax the days go, and they're just they're just not up for it. And I don't understand why we neglect it ourselves as personal trainers. I know myself, we kind of, I know we're, we're kind of in the health industry and fitness industry, but we neglect ourselves and it's kind of, it's ironic. 
but I, I'm taking a look at it now that I only want to work at a certain amount of hours. I want to make sure that I'm kind of spending enough time with kind of family and friends, which who I've kind of put the back burner in order to kind of get the company up and running. And I need to make sure that they're not neglected going forward. The 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 one thing that is is definitely hindered when you're kind of lacking sleep is definitely your decision making. And I found that myself when I've been kind of so tired, it's kind of impacted the decisions that I've gone out and made for the, myself, the company. Uh, and some of the decisions I look back now are silly. So that's why I've kind of started to make a, making a journal so I can kind of look back after a couple of days, see where my head was at to see if there's actually a logical thought or I was kind of looking back at a a tired thought that was going to gonna impact me. It affects the way we work. Uh, also, when you're kind of when you're absolutely knackered in the office i know this personally i mine my tiredness wasn't lack of sleep it was it was just i was out in the piss going into work um i was out in the piss either friday and the saturday then i was going out to, into work uh, on the Monday absolutely drained by the Wednesday kind of feel semi-normal Thursday a little bit normal and then back into that rat, the whole slog again of going out in the piss and that's what I thought I wanted and I was in that loop I was in that habit and then I got out of the habit um, and I found that the, the, the work that I was doing wasn't the most productive the work that I was doing was kind of the easy tasks it wasn't the tasks that necessarily need to be done and they weren't priority and I found that affected my mood affected who how I spoke to people affected the team morale and stuff like that and I look back at it now and I don't like the person that I was I've changed a lot obviously now we all have ups and downs and bad days and the tiredness affects us in different ways and I'm working on that a lot and I found that since I've gone back to trying to talk to someone, that whole journal side of things is definitely kind of, I can't praise it enough. I can't praise Connolly Counseling and Saloran kind of enough for that kind of side of things. Um, the, the Kind of the one of the things that is important with the sleep that we don't realise is kind of the dreams. Dreams, some people kind of have strange dreams, some people have great dreams, but the dreams have a function. Um, and some people don't re- even realize this it connects the new information with the information that's already existing and the knowledge that's in our brain and it also regulates our emotions so y- you notice that when you're really tired you kind of you could get a little bit more angry at kind of your other halves or the kids or the people in the office so it's important to kind of have those sleep it also affects your hunger uh, and that's why kind of when we're really hungry um we kind of tend to, to binge or eat a little bit more or snack a little bit more than we sh- than we kind of ought to and that's why it's 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 that's how important sleep is uh, i know there's some kind of supplements out there as well um and i know when people are traveling and stuff like that i kind of recommend particularly if you're going on long haul flights i kind of recommend kind of melatonin but you're better off producing this naturally it occurs naturally so you're better off kind of if you're kind of on a day-to-day basis try to kind of get yourself to sleep naturally if you can and try to turn off i struggle this with myself try to turn your phone off an hour or so before you go to bed if you are looking at your phone or your laptop get one of those the goggles that you can get you can buy them on amazon for like 20 or 30 quid and i know some people have kind of gone from 
for magnesium and stuff like that when they were trying to get to sleep but i know there's research been recently done that it's a place it's a placebo which what i mean by a placebo is that the if, if the brain thinks it's going to kind of fall asleep after taking this well then it's going to fall asleep it's not necessarily the tablet that's going to be doing this so if you want to kind of if you are sleeping less, you're going to find it hard to function. You're going to find it hard to train. You're going to find it hard to eat healthy. You're going to find it hard to make good food choices. You're going to hard, find it hard not to have an impact on your relationship, whether personally or professionally. So the, kind of the tips that I have for you guys in, in relation to kind of getting your sleep under control is no screens after a certain time. Kind of sleep in a cold room if you can. Take a hot bath or a shower a little bit beforehand. Avoid sleeping pills. Avoid alcohol before bed would be another one. Some people think that when they kind of when they come home from a night out and they kind of sleep it and they have this big deep sleep and stuff like that and they wonder why they're tired. You're not sleep. You're not asleep, uh, and that's one of the biggest misconceptions you have. And also, one of the things that seems to be the buzz at the minute is kind of caffeine. So, what I would say, caffeine lasts in your in your system for five up to five to seven hours, uh, and that has an impact on your sleep. Caffeine is a stimulant, so I would say if you know you're going to be going to bed at say ten o'clock, don't have it at three o'clock or after three o'clock. Try to keep it to your kind of mid mornings. Try to restrict it down to kind of one or two if you can and kind of go from there one of the things that i struggle with at the moment is kind of my next point is in relation to social media social media is a huge part of what i do and what the fitness industry is all about at the minute and other industries are everyone you can kind of see if people are out with people and stuff like that you can kind of see they're always on their phones if they're in the gym and in between reps or sets they are they're on their phones, they have their headphones on, picking a song, they're on social media, checking in with friends, texting on WhatsApp or whatever it is. So we're, we're kind of, we're an information kind of generation and it, it's, it's very difficult to turn that off. But one of the things that I've learned over the last year, uh, in particular in the fitness industry, because the fitness industry has all these pretty people with abs, rock hard abs, all the girls, the big bums and the arms and stuff like that. And that's not necessarily for me. And I figured that out after doing the shoot that kind of, all right, God, I got abs and stuff like that. But after three or four days, they kind of, I fluffed up a little bit and I was kind of a little bit more happy or it's happier. I now put on a little bit more weight. I'm actually happier kind of in this way. I feel good in clothes and stuff and I'm enjoying my sleep and back enjoying my training after kind of feeling a little bit more ill. So it's not the abs, like they they kind of have these, all these quick cells on Herbalife and all that kind of slope, stuff and slimming world. So it's important kind of to try to get that stuff out of your brain if you can. So what I did this year and, and kind of back in September or August was kind of a social media audit, as I like to call it. So what I've, I, I followed a lot of people, but what I decided to do was kind of follow those people that were kind of making me happier and I put positive things into my head because ultimately you control your thoughts. Um, I follow loads of fit people, I follow loads of fitness people, I follow loads of business people, I follow loads of people like that, but I had to decide was that the information that I wanted to go into my brain. They may necessarily sell all these quick fixes, but what I decided after a while and doing the, the shoot and stuff like that was that I actually wanted 
to feel better for a sense of achievement than kind of working hard and pushing myself in the gym rather than kind of going for these quicks, quick fixes, which is what a lot of people try to sell, both businesses, not only in the fitness industry, because it's not fair to brush everyone with that, but also in other industries and stuff like that. That isn't fair, these six-week abs, all this kind of stuff, which is a lot of bollocks. So try not to get sucked into that. We, we're in a kind of I want it now culture, and we kind of we look at people... Say, why can't I look like this? Why can't I grow arms? Or why can't I have a chest like that? And that's what Instagram, Facebook and social media has done to us. It kind of make us kind of look a little bit jealous of people. So what I would suggest is kind of conduct an order of who you, who you are following. Look at them. Kind of try to keep it to the friends or family or positive people who are going to have an impact on your life and not necessarily the people with the, the rock hard abs. Like, fair enough. Like it's great to kind of look at the, the 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 big Instagram huns and stuff like that, but what you need to look at yourself and say how are these going to impact me and ultimately you're putting those negative thoughts into your head. You may not think about it there and then, but you need to look at it. So the kind of the the last kind of the marker that I'm kind of going to look at for you guys is kind of the get out of your comfort zone. Um, and it's only when you stop letting fears and anxiety hold you back will you start to make some start to make a breakthrough. Uh, think of your mind as a magnet, and if you're kind of attracting negative thoughts to your mind, well then it's going to lead to negative actions, which is going to lead to negative reactions, and this could have an impact on the relationships that you guys have out there. And I know from personal experience that this has happened to me. That kind of I've put those negative thoughts in thinking that this is what i want is i wanted it now and all this kind of stuff and it hasn't had an impact on previous relationships and i'm and i'm working on that with with kind of the journal and stuff like that so what i'd say is kind of have have a plan in place to get out of your comfort zone i know people that i know have kind of booked in to do marathons and booked booked in to do triathlons all that kind of stuff is have a plan book a trip a few months down the line at least it's in the calendar you've paid the money and stuff like that have a date work hard train hard it doesn't necessarily have to be fitness related but it can be something to do with as i as i spoke about previously was about maybe setting up something on your own have a plan in place about when you're kind of looking to get your first clients for say for the wedding cakes which we spoke about previously have a plan see how you can get it on say oh this may not work by say January, February next year to have that as your target and if you can get a certain amount of revenue happy days and if you know that you're putting all your if you're still working hard managing to keep your family happy out and all that kind of stuff with the, with the new Nixer and you're making money well then you can you can go for it but if you know that not that if you're not making a living out of it and it's a Nixer well then that's going to continue to be a Nixer so one of the other things is, is you must be accountable. So what in, in relation to kind of the fitness stuff, I would say get a coach. I know a lot of the trainers that I work with and a lot of the trainers in kind of other gyms and stuff like have coaches to just to be accountable. It keeps you on check. Guys, ultimately, a lot of us, can we, we could create our own program, but then we kind of get a little bit lazy. We pick exercise that we want to do. We get lazy with our food. And we kind of go off to kind of what we're trying to teach you about the 80-20 rule. And ultimately, to a lot of people, when they see a personal trainer, they don't necessarily want to see someone that's a little bit on the kind of the chubby side. There's nothing wrong with that. But they want to, like, we are our own advertisement. So it's important for us to kind of walk the walk and talk the talk. So 
it's important to kind of be accountable um have a have a calendar in place and make sure that's invisible sight put it onto the fridge put it into your room and make sure you're kind of seeing that and kind of tick off those days so you know that you're on target obviously there will be ups and downs no travel journey or any journey at all is going to straight straight plain sailing take baby steps along the way don't think that it's gonna like you're not gonna go be able to train for a week and then go out and run a triathlon or an Ironman or anything like that. It's gonna take time, a lot of training, a lot of dedication, and that's where it leads back into kind of having this the the social circle, the inner circle that's gonna be able to support you, and they need to understand where you're coming from, and let them know why you're doing it. Make sure they understand or try to try to understand as best you can. See if they have any questions and stuff like that. I'm not saying that you need to explain yourself to those people, but it's important that if you are going through that thing and if if you are married or you have a partner or something like that, then they kind of it will be beneficial for you if you if they understood where your head was at. Um, guys, that is the end of this podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. It's kind of a little bit different to what the other ones were it was kind of similar enough with the ones with orla kind of more in the mindset and the habits and stuff like that so i'm excited to hear the feedback on this it's been more of a, a chat kind of podcast than anything else and kind of having my thoughts out there and stuff like that so i'm interested to see what you guys have and the feedback and stuff that you you'd like to give back if you have any topics and stuff as always that you kind of look to want to kind of meet to talk about let me know just drop me a, a message on instagram at shane walsh fitness uh, and i'll i'll talk to you guys next week on the next podcast i really appreciate you listening have a great new year and i will chat to you guys in january and hope you guys enjoyed the podcast and thank you very much for listening again guys look after yourself talk to you soon